What is going on everybody? It's Zach Attack. It's 11 p.m. and that means it's 4 a.m., noon, 10 p.m. and 8 p.m. every time, every place. As always, this episode is sponsored by Sprunk. So to start, I wanna talk about investing. I feel like investing is such an important skill to master, both financially and personally. They're both great ways to accrue or accumulate wealth in some form or another. Financially speaking, you can invest in stocks, crypto, forex. And while I personally wouldn't recommend putting your money into either of these speculative assets due to the current market conditions, I think maybe in the next year or two, they'll be worth a lot more than they are now. So a question that I'd like to pose to you guys when we start. Out of all the companies that are kind of going up and down right now, I'm sure you're hearing about it on the news a lot. Which of these companies do you think would fare the best during a recession? Not Tesla. So right now, well, before you give your answer, we have Captain Duckworth, Mr. The Oreos, and of course, your host for tonight, the finally dubbed Zach Attack. Welcome, yes. welcome to the big time, boy. All Thank right. you for the welcome. All right, back to answering the question since I butted in like a clown. No problem. So, in the midst of a recession, I would definitely not invest in Tesla. We're seeing that now. Uh, I don't think any of the... Or more, Twitter. Yeah, or Twitter. <laughs> I don't think you even can. Yeah, not anymore. Yeah. Just don't go with Elon and you're good. Um, oh, no, it's crazy. Like a year or two ago, everyone was saying like the last person you'd want to bet against is Elon Musk. But it's so funny how like in just in the last six months alone. The narrative, it's, yeah. It's the narrative same thing happened when uh, Trump ran for president. We're seeing the exact same thing now, twice yeah. in a row. You, you, anybody seen the similarities between the fall of Donald Trump going from a businessman to a political player and Elon Musk going from a businessman to a pseudo-political player. Yeah, and yet he's letting the Twitter users vote by Twitter poll on whether or not he gets to stay on as CEO. Yeah, by that like, was a bold move. Well, I know, I know, but that's out. still, it's like such a brash move. No other company CEO would just post a poll on their website and let them, you know, let the customers decide what happens. Yeah, well, no other company CEO co-starred in Iron Man 2 as himself. No other company CEO then gave Robert Downey Jr. a tour of their facilities. No other person, you know, has went to the extreme lengths of being a visionary creator since we've seen Steve Jobs. That was the last person I would personally want to compare Elon Musk to. Yeah. So as far as companies that are favorable to invest in, I would always say like some of the safer blue chip stocks like waste management or Costco. Like good dividend stocks. Those aren't right? even the main blue chip ones. I thought you would actually go and- I meant rece more recession proof blue chip stocks. No, it would still be the same players as it's always been. Coca-Cola, people are sad. They want a dopamine boost, caffeine and sugar. Apple, expensive technology, never gonna fail. There's always gonna be the next phone that it's a status symbol. Disney, which I personally hate Disney, but they own freaking everything, and, the, and entertainment is obviously a huge thing because people want to escape from their life, even though their CGI sucks, but that's a discussion for another time. I'd um, say McDonald's, too. Yeah. You can never beat a, a dollar cheeseburger, especially like for the two-for-one. You know, there's a penny the other day. It might be in a recession. Inf yeah, accounting maybe. for inflation and everything, oh, around a dollar, maybe a dollar. Five dollars is a dollar these days. Yeah, okay. Well, all other, other companies that I think personally would be good um, as I said, McDonald's, but also retailers like Walmart, Costco, you know, people are still going to need to shop. People are still need to, going to need to go to You always paper. need groceries, for sure. Exactly. 
and I feel like even the bargain stores, like wholesalers, like Costco especially, are going to fare very well during it because historically they've always fared well. You can see by their membership prices and the prices of the food they sell, they never increase it. They always keep it very similar, or if they do change it, it's very minimal. I'd also like to give a quick shout out to Costco. Maybe they can sponsor the show even. But what I found very cool that they did recently was when all the other wholesale places raised their membership rates, they said they were so profitable this last year that they didn't want their members to pay more, so they kept their rates the same, unlike DJs, Sam's Club, all those. So that's pretty cool as well. Yeah, I respect that. I respect that. Well, all right, guys. We've talked about investing in yourself financially. Now, I want to talk about investing in yourself personally. And what I mean by this is like taking care of your health, going to the gym, educating yourself, taking, uh, taking classes to pursue your career. But I also want to ask you guys, how do you guys feel about institutionalized education? More, moreover, like going to college, paying for it, as opposed to going online, finding all these resources you can find now with the wide reach of the internet. Um, what, what's your guys' take on this? So I feel like if you're a highly motivated person in general, in all aspects of your life, you do not need institutionalized education. Uh, that being said, if you're someone who isn't sure about what they want to do, you're not highly motivated towards something, I think it's a great stepping stone into finding that. Why don't we ask the person with the college degree here, though? I mean, y'all already know I'm not using my, my college degree. I could have because everything I've done for this show has been something I did learn. Granted, I didn't learn it at my college. I learned it in primary education before that, because as you all know how I feel about NOVA, uh, No Standards University, Non-Successful University, Nasty Student University, Nuggies and Struggies University, because that's all I had while I was there. I don't, I, I value a college education. Uh, I've always said, you know, like I specifically NSU, I had a horrible experience, but the value of a college education in general, if only just to open doors to, because you know, Presentation and networking is half the battle. First of all, you'll meet people in college, but second of all, more importantly, a lot of places, they may just throw your resume away if they don't see it on there. It shows you, we talked about this previously, it shows discipline. And how remember how I defined discipline was doing something with expected results. Well, getting a college education, all of these schools that are accredited, they follow standards that have been certified. That's where they get their accreditation from, which shows any prospective employer, not just, you know, it doesn't matter that you learn something, you learn this, you learn that, you got a degree in whatever. The really important part is that you stuck to a proven standard of study and you finished, which shows resolve, it shows discipline, it shows dedication, and it, and it shows a will to succeed. Yeah, you've learned to jump through hoops. You've learned that you are willing to put up with things you don't enjoy. and. Honestly, those are good attributes of an employee. And it's also kind of the harsh reality of the real world as well. It's kind of just a little bit of a taste of what's to come, really. Speaking so, of taste, <laughs> once again, we are always tasting Captain Big Brain's fried rice. So I, I want to pose this question to Preston, actually. Uh, if not institutionalized education, then what else? You know, where do you go from there if you decide you don't want to go to college, you don't want to pay for a degree? So like I said, I'm not an extremely motivated individual, so I'm kind of unsure of that right now. Ideally, I'd love to own my own business. The idea of having financial freedom and the ability to work for yourself and to almost create the bullshit instead of answering to it, uh, I thought that's always great. Uh, 
that being said, if it was a complete dream job and I can go back and relive my life, being a professional athlete is the top for me. <laughs> as yeah. it is for everybody. I think yeah. so as well. I wish I was a UFC fighter and got a shot uh, to take the featherweight belt for multi-million dollars. Nah, That'd be I, pretty cool. I give you the better answer. I say go to flight school. Uh, statistically speaking, in the United States, one out of 800 people has a non-student pilot certificate, meaning that they have passed a check ride, private, commercial, ATP level. One out of 800 people in the United States has an active pilot certificate. So are you saying you don't need a college education to become a pilot? Yes and no. Like, the training that you would need to operate as a pilot it does not involve a college education at all. However, like I mentioned earlier, getting employed as a pilot by most respectable organizations, they want to see a college degree because they want to see discipline, especially in the environment we work in. High stress, we work in, you know, you need to adapt. You need to have a working knowledge. You also need to be professional. Mm -hmm. You can't, and one of the big things you, in college, you know, just the basic language structure, being well-spoken and articulate, being able to work with people of different backgrounds, being able to adjust, jump through hoops like Preston said. All right. of that comes from a college degree, I think, so. Okay, so... All right, guys. Do you guys consider yourselves to be red-pilled or blue-pilled? You want to take the helm here? Yeah, I know most people say red-pilled, and I'm going to be honest with you, I really have not seen the movie, so <laughs> I, I can't for sure say what both of those were, but from my understanding, red-pilled would be uh, escaping the Matrix, uh, understanding the reality of the world, and then blue-pilled is more like joining the Matrix, like being content with things. I'm a blue-pilled person, okay? And that is my hot take. I I will take being content and happy with my life over knowing the truth any day. Now, I'm going to jump in and cut you off here because, you know, so for everybody that didn't know this, and I know Preston knew this, I'm sure he told Mr. Zack Attack this, this discussion happened on a real phone call between the two of us the other day, and I know he brought that back up on purpose, and I want to point out what I told him then. First of all, because you didn't watch The Matrix, you're saying there it's not guaranteed happiness. It's just not knowing you're in a simulation. If you're miserable now, this life could be the simulation too. So no, I would definitely want to know the truth and be miserable instead of being lied to and being miserable. Honestly, I agree with you 100% because the truth sets you free in the end. And I mean, it didn't in The Matrix, but you know, screw yeah, that movie. I was that's a movie, say. okay? That's yeah, a movie. But, would okay. you all want to know right now yes. that you're in a simulation? Yes, I would. I would. Because I'm going to be I miserable regardless would. in this life. So, I mean, of course, not when we have our sponsor around. Not when we have a nice cold can of Sprunk. You just can't be miserable. Can't forget about Sprunk. Good yeah. old-fashioned Sprunk. Mm -hmm. I just feel like knowing the truth would make everything meaningless, though. Isn't everything already me? Bro, somebody at Wawa was just like, Oh, everything after Harambe died is a simulation, and my life is meaningless. Like, why did you pick that point in history for the simulation to start? Like, why was Harambe's death the coming of life in a simulation? Well, it was the most important world event in the last no, three or four centuries. Oh my god. Yeah. You know what? Probably okay. since Harambe freed America and <laughs> allowed us to be our own. Go away! Oh man. <laughs> All right, all right. So I know I know we're kind of nearing the end mark here. So since Shadow's going to be doing a lot of traveling, since he's going to be a pilot, or he's working on becoming it, he's... Come a banana! So where is one place that you haven't visited that you'd want, you've always wanted to go? 
Oh, you're asking just me or just him first? Uh, I'll, I'll answer, I'll answer, I'll answer I first. This, goes uh, this, this definitely goes for at least one of my viewers should they come back around, but the Philippines. It's the first place I'm going once I if for an international trip. You just to just to visit that person or is it something about Maybe the can't answer that definitively until okay. I make some other decisions. But I respect yes. that. I respect that. How about I you? Personally or would love to go to the land down under. Okay. I've been fortunate enough to travel a lot in my life. That is the one place I've always wanted to go that I haven't you know been. What? I too. just love giant spiders and snakes. Yeah, so. gonna have I to know a pilot. I know a pilot that came here from Australia. So Do they enjoy their time in Australia? They did, and we've had conversations at length about the difference between, but that's, that's for another time. Also, I think you and I can both agree that Japan sounds pretty cool. Japan... During March, during like the cherry blossom season, would be amazing. Yeah, or the uh, kite festival in May sounds really cool as well. Yeah. What is it, Himamatsu kite remember. festival? I believe that's what it's called. I need to go back to learning Japanese. That was fulfilling, but I, I don't have the time right now. So. But that Duolingo bird's going to be all pissed at you. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So I'll take the reins back here because uh, we're pretty much wrapping up this. I wanted to point out. So, for those of you guys that have tuned in the last couple of days to these calls, you know, keep breaking character and calling it a show instead of a call. One day we'll get that fixed. You know, we're trying out here. But the last couple of days, as you've noticed, I have had the new hosts run the show themselves with moderate to extreme intervention on my part because we can't have a failure crop up. But I will say they did pretty well. Given the circumstances, I'm proud of them. And, you know, this is going to be a, a growth thing for this entire thing. If you're one of the people that's been around since day one, you've, you've really seen this thing grow. We've still got the Monday night special going to happen. We now have two people that are going to officially be recognized as hosts. And we have all sorts of other stuff coming up. So do you guys have any other comments before we let them go for the day? Just one. You better watch your job security. <laughs> Good thing I have more than one. I have. If you count this show, I have three jobs. So stay frosty. Yeah, you almost had it. It's Stay Frosty Spaceman. Stay Frosty Spaceman. Stay Frosty Spaceman. Stay Frosty Spaceman. Stay frosty spaceman.